Good Thursday morning with Radio On The Go News. I'm Mitch Williams. Our high in the past 24 hours here at the studio is 26 degrees. Our 24-hour low and current temperature is 22 degrees. We did receive 1.4 inches of snow in the past 24 hours. This from the National Weather Service in Des Moines. Light snow may linger far north into mid-morning today with temperatures falling through the 20s. And into the teens in some areas today, icy roads and surfaces will remain a hazard this morning. A winter weather advisory is in effect until noon today for Franklin, Butler, Hardin, and Grundy counties in the Radio On The Go broadcast area. For the winter weather advisory, plan on icy road conditions, including during this morning's commute. Moderate breezes may also cause sporadic power issues due to ice on trees and lines. Also, a winter storm warning remains in effect until noon today for Hancock, Cerro Gordo, Floyd, and Wright County in the Radio On The Go broadcast area. Light snow or mixed precip can be expected for the winter storm warning. Additional snow accumulations of 1 to 2 inches and ice accumulations of a light glaze possible. Plan on slippery road conditions due to ice and snow in the winter storm warning areas. The latest winter storm hitting Iowa has been producing a mixed bag of precipitation including snow, freezing rain, and sleet. Radio On The Go News asked National Weather Service meteorologist Christy Carter about what causes freezing rain. That would start a kind of rain as it would come down like an atmospheric profile from the top down but then the temperatures at the surface would be below freezing so it would kind of freeze on contact and that a little bit different from sleet which would kind of start out more as snow but it would hit some sort of warmer layer above freezing as it was kind of coming down from the top down in the atmosphere but it would have an opportunity to refreeze before it hit the surface. The precipitation from this winter storm is expected to taper off this morning. Yesterday, just before 3 p.m., the Iowa State Patrol was called out on the report of a two-vehicle accident at the intersection of 150th Street and Grouse Avenue north of Thornton. A 2023 Honda HRV driven by 69-year-old Dale Hatfield of Thornton was traveling westbound on 150th Street and failed to stop at the intersection due to ice-covered roads. Hatfield's vehicle struck a 2013 Ford F-350 driven by 25-year-old Patrick Anderegg of Mason City, which was traveling northbound on Grouse Avenue. Hatfield was transported to Mercy One North Iowa Medical Center in Mason City for treatment of unknown injuries. The crash remains under investigation by the Iowa State Patrol, assisting at the scene were the Saragordo County Sheriff's Department, Thornton Fire, and Mason City Fire EMS. Yesterday morning, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 35-year-old Caleb Sanford of Eldora on a Hardin County warrant for second-degree sexual abuse and incest. Sanford is being held at the Hardin County Jail on a $50,000 cash-only bond. Monday, the Clarion Gulfview Dow School Board presented the district's initial bargaining proposal to the CGD Education Association. Earlier this month, the association had proposed a two-year contract with a total package increase of 5.23% for 2023-24 and an increase of 2.2% for 2024-25, excluding insurance increases. The Clarion Goldfield Dow School Board presented a counteroffer on Monday that all employees move their step and longevity index and add a flat of $1,750 to each salary for 2023-24 
Overall, this would be a total package increase of 4.37%. The board's offer for the second year was to move to a single salary schedule. All would start at the salary they ended with for 2023-24 and receive an increase of $1,500. Overall, this would be a total package increase of 2.45%. The next exempt negotiations meeting was set for March 2nd. Today, the Hampton City Council will hold a public hearing for the city's proposed next fiscal year budget. We'll set a public hearing day for the city's next fiscal year budget, and we'll set a public hearing day for the proposed vacation of property located adjacent to 214 Second Street Avenue, 2nd Avenue Southwest, excuse me. The Hampton City Council meets today starting at 6 p.m. at the council chambers. Today at 3.45 p.m., the Belmont Clemmy Education Association will present its initial bargaining proposal to a committee made up of members of the Belmont Clemmy School Board. The board will then present its initial bargaining proposal to the association. This meeting will be held at the high school conference room. Then today at 7 p.m., the Belmont Clemmy School Board will hold a regular business meeting and will hold a public hearing on the proposed 2023-24 school year calendar and will discuss filling a board vacancy. The Belmont Clemmy School Board business meeting will be held at the high school library. Well, this week is National FFA Week. The holiday was initiated by the National Future Farmers of America organization, the Youth Leadership Development Organization, with more than 760,000 student members in 8,700 local FFA chapters in all 50 states and Puerto Rico. West Fork FFA advisor Caitlin Porter tells Radio On The Go News the importance of participating in FFA and the importance of FFA Week. FFA has so many different opportunities that benefit our students other than just the agricultural piece of it. They're exposed to a lot of like self-development things such as public speaking, leadership skills, getting, you know, out and, you know, networking with our public. There's tons of scholarship opportunities and honestly, students haven't really found their niche yet. A lot of the time you can find it in FFA just because there's so many different things that the organization has to offer them. And so it's a lot of just hands-on skills that the kids are learning that, I mean, they can take anywhere. Porter says there are about 50 students taking part in FFA this year at West Fork. It seems like every other year or so there's a class that's really involved with agriculture and you just kind of have those traditional farm kids that kind of follow suit out of that class. I wouldn't necessarily say that there's neither really a decrease or an increase in the amount of students that we have because usually a lot of kids will just tell their friends, hey, you know, like you should really try FFA out and we kind of get them in for just to kind of try it. We really don't actually at West Fork have a ton of what I would call rural kids. We actually have quite a few like town kids that that are involved and that really helps where we have all of these things that are happening at the school to get them involved in those facets of agriculture that maybe they wouldn't necessarily get to be involved in otherwise. National FFA Week was specifically initiated to fall on George Washington's birth week to highlight his legacy as a leader and a foremost farmer. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Lalu Central Cultural Executive Director Kyle Whalen, who will give us an update on programs happening at Lalu's and will talk about a donation the organization received from U.S. Cellular. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on 104.9 KLMJ with archived programs available under the news tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And checking latest weather-related announcements online at RadioOnTheGo.com. These can be found under the Weather tab. 
School-related announcements to pass along for today. AEGWSR schools is on a two-hour delay. Afflington-Parkersburg, two-hour delay. Belmont-Clemmy schools, two-hour delay. No morning preschool or activities. Clarion-Golfio-Dows, two-hour delay. No morning preschool or activities. Clarksville schools, two-hour delay. No three-year-old preschool. Dyke-New Hartford, two-hour delay. Grundy Center schools, two-hour delay. Hampton-Dumont and Cal schools, two-hour delay. Iowa Falls Alden schools closed. North Butler schools on a two-hour delay. No morning activities, no three-year-old preschool. Rudd Rockford Mulberock schools closed. St. Paul Lutheran School in Latimer, two-hour delay. South Hardin schools, two-hour delay. And West Fork schools are on a two-hour delay with no morning activities. Our high in the past 24 hours here at the studios, 26 degrees. Our 24-hour low, 22 degrees. And again, we did receive 1.4 inches of snow in the past 24 hours. For Radio On The Go News, I'm Mitch Williams.